Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs, passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind. Because you're changing the world one mind at a time. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Freedom to Coach podcast. So in our podcast, you've got me, Makala, and also my wonderful friend and colleague and fellow coach, Gemma. Hello. So the topic that we wanted to start with for our first episode is it's a really important one, and it's basically why coaches need coaching. Because, you know, as coaches, we coach other people and we know how important it is to get coaching. And we talk to our clients about that all the time. But one of the things that I've discovered, and I'm sure Gemma's discovered this as well, is that so many coaches don't actually get coached themselves. I don't know if it's because we think that, you know, we know all of this stuff. So therefore we don't need someone else to help us and prod us along and highlight our thoughts to ourselves or I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that, Gemma? Yeah, it's it's really interesting because I think as a coach, you, you you do your preparation, you do your work so that you can be coaching your clients, you know, from a clean face and a clean head. Um, But no matter what or how much you do, you still need your own coach because only you are inside your own head, right? Mm -hmm. And no matter what, there's going to be thoughts, there's going to be beliefs. As much as you've worked on them, they're still going to creep in. And sometimes, you know, unless you're really paying attention and being coached, they're going to surface and you know you're not going to pay attention to them unless you're being coached right Mm. so you know as much as you do work on certain thoughts and change your belief system and create new thoughts they are they will creep in right and it's hard to see them or pay attention to them and be active with them if you're not continuing and being coached because that's how our brains work right (laughs) That's it. And I think another point is that um, it's never, it never stops. We're always learning and evolving and growing and our brains certainly never turn off. So you don't kind of get to a point in life when you magically have dealt with everything there is to deal with. It's like, that just doesn't happen. It would be totally awesome if it did happen, but that just doesn't happen. So absolutely. Yeah. So it's nothing to be fixed. It's there for your awareness, right? So That's you it. can create different results. But yeah, it's belief systems. They will creep in from time to time. And when you're mm. in your own brain drama, yes, you can't see it. And um, I'd just like to say at this point that Gemma and I actually constantly coach each other. We have this thing going where one of us is having brain drama and the other one's always like totally cool and we've got this, this is all good, we can totally do this. And then, you know, the next day or week it flips around and, you know, one week it's Gemma having all the brain drama and having a meltdown and I'm like, no, no, it's totally fine, it's all good. And then the next week or the day 
I'm the one having the meltdown going, oh, my gosh, we can't do this. And, like, it is so important. It's so important to our business together um, and it's also really important to our separate businesses because we talk about everything when we talk together. And, you know, I can honestly hand on heart say that just in our casual, friendly, unofficial coaching sessions that Gemma and I have when we call each other and go, oh, my God, like it has helped me so much. It just helps me cut through all the rubbish that's going on in my head and to get back on track and make things happen. Absolutely. And I really, I think as well that, you know, if, if you think you don't need your own coach or you don't need coaching uh, by, you know, one person or a few, doesn't matter. But, you know, if you think you don't need it, you really are kidding yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think you don't need it, you do. <laughs> but you just do. And if you think about, like, you know, FTC, Freedom to Coach, we help coaches. And yeah, if if you're not using your own product that you're selling, you know, if you're out there in your own coaching business, selling your coaching, your coaching programs, doing all of that, if you're not, you know, investing in your what you're selling, then how really can you sell it? How deeply do you believe in coaching if you are a coach when you're not being coached? It Absolutely. kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, and how can you encourage your clients to keep coming back, hand on heart, honestly, if you're not doing it yourself? I mean, come on, people. It's, yeah, it, it's so true. But, you know, you're a coach and you love it and you love helping others. So, you know, and, you know, you can get caught up in it. So don't forget to take that time for yourself as well. Because if you don't, then you're not going to be as effective for your clients either. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like that's what it is, isn't it? Coaching is really taking time for you. It's it's really part of self-care. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a term that gets bandied around a lot, but, you know, it's, it is important to look after yourself and to look after your own mind. Mm-hmm. I know my mind needs some... PLC from time to time. <laughs> Regularly. <laughs> well, That's more than time to time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goodness me. But, I mean, speaking about, you know, having coaching and working with a coach and coaches, you know, I, I guess it's all also important to do your own self-coaching. You know, it's not just working with someone else but looking into your own mind. Absolutely. Do you want to tell us a bit more about what what's involved in self-coaching? Like what exactly is it? Mm, for sure. Well, the first and foremost important thing, um, you know, is to brain dump so whatever's going on in your head. And it can be at any time of the day. You know, some people like to do it in the morning when they get up and they've, you know, as part of their morning routine, if you're having a shower or you're going for your run or you're doing whatever and all these thoughts are going through your head, get a piece of paper, write them down. Yeah. Just write them down. Don't judge them. Don't look at them. Just scribble. And you can do that at any time of the day. If you're feeling a certain way, if you're feeling anxious or nervous or 
excited or whatever and you're trying to figure out why you can do that again you know it, it, it attach or it, yeah attach your brain to your own thoughts and just get them down on paper mm. and that's that's the most important thing because then you can read through it and be like oh that one's interesting I wonder what that one's about and then you can you know look into that thought and see what that's doing for you you know whether it's serving you in that moment or when you were thinking it or if it's something you think regularly, if you think it's a useful thought, if you think it's a thought that doesn't need work on, it can just circulate, you know, and when it comes in, you can think it like, oh, I don't need to think about that thought. You know, it, it just getting them out of your head and on paper mm. just gets them out of your brain first. And I find Please. that to be like sometimes I absolutely amaze myself with what comes out. It's uh-huh. like, you know, there's there's a writing exercise that people often get you to do where you write down a question and then you just write the answer and you think you don't know the answer to the question but once you start writing all this stuff just comes out and that's that's what I find when I do the brain dump like often I'm writing stuff and I'm like what the hell seriously really (laughs) that that's going on in my head I'm thinking that like it's so interesting catching these thoughts that you're like I had no clue that that was in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's it's so interesting. Um, yeah, and it, it, it depends when you want to do them. And you'll find if you do like several brain dumps throughout the day, the thoughts change and they're always different. And it's mm. so interesting to see what's going on in your head throughout the day that's coming from different feelings. Like when I your thought download after I've exercised it's so different (laughs) thought download I've done first thing in the morning before I've exercised or when I'm really tired and that's so fascinating to me because my my brain is I guess offering me thoughts from very different brain chemicals and emotions it's so interesting that is so cool I've Mm -hmm. never tried that but I'm totally going to do it yeah do one you know, or or any kind of activity that may, you know, release a different kind of brain chemical. You know, for me, I guess exercise, my, my brain's just high on, you know, the endorphins, the adrenaline, whatever it may be. And my thought yep. download is completely different from what it was before I exercised. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Maybe I'll do it like when I first get up and then after I've had my shower, cause you know how much like I love my shower. It's like my think tank where I get all my best ideas. So yeah, I might try that tomorrow. Yeah. It's just so interesting to see how the brain works. And, that, and that's the thing you're paying attention to it as mm. well. You're, you're really noticing what's going on at different times of the day and in, you know, different moods. Like it's, it's so fascinating. Um, but yeah, I, I guess, you need to do your own self-coaching. And, and the first thing is to just, just get the sentences out of your head. Mm. And from there, that's when you can pay attention to the ones that you think may need attention, mm. may need to. May need cleaning up. That's the thing, you know. Does this need to be cleaned up or, can, you know, can we leave it there or do we need to, you know, get rid of that one or if there's reoccurring ones you know and I always think it's like the the soundtrack of your mind you know like when um a cd would skip you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) they're the ones I then get coached on 
Yeah, totally right. So when you see these skipping and it's just on repeat, like, hang on a minute. Yep, this one. <clears throat> yeah, we need to uh, pay attention to this and see <laughs> what, what that's doing, you know. But, you know, as well, like, if even it's not even full coaching, really. Like, if you think about having a clear head and, and holding space for anything, for your clients, for friends, for your own brain, you know, if your head's full, you know, you can't hold that space actively. You, you know, you're not going to be in the, the thought and the feeling that maybe you'd want to be, mm. you know, if you're not paying attention to it. And it's so important to have clean thinking, you know, and you can't actively catch a thought in every moment. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not superheroes. <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately I'd like to think I'm a superhero but <laughs> not quite yet and that's the thing you know you, you can't pay attention to a thought in every moment some of them you can you know when the more you do it the more you're like oh hang on what's it what's this feeling about what oh it's because of that thought and you can work on changing it in the moment but you often can't you know, and that's because so many of the thoughts that we have up to 60,000 a day, right? Mm. So a lot of them will be sitting in your subconscious. So you don't even know they're there until we pay attention to them. Mm. So, you know, if you don't have that clean thinking, it's not going to serve you for when you're coaching and it's certainly not going to serve you for when you're trying to grow your business. So very true. You know, so I guess it's like remove what's not necessary in your mind, you know, so you can be there for yourself before you can even be there for your client. Yeah. Amen. Very, <laughs> very good point. What about you? What is, do you have a certain process for your self-coaching? Um, well, like you've said, I do the thought download. Um, and sometimes some, it's interesting. I've been working a lot recently on beliefs. I've had some health issues lately and it's really forced me to challenge some of the beliefs that I've had because, you know, I can't sort of live life the way I used to. So I've been looking at these different thoughts and beliefs that have been recurring and going, well, what if that's not true? And so I kind of, I tend to pick some of the thoughts that have come up and then I ask myself, what if that's not true? And then I start writing. And that for me has been a really, really interesting exercise because sometimes like we've, we both were students of the Life Coach School and so we've learnt the self-coaching model and I do that most mornings, but some mornings I just like to change things up a bit. And as I said, with this beliefs thing, it's like, you know, what's a belief that I've had recently? Um, oh, well, one of the biggest ones, and I actually wrote a blog post um, on this, is that I must work eight hours a day to be, I don't know, to be effective or efficient or just to be credible in my business. I must work an eight-hour day. And I can't actually do that anymore. And so I've cut my days back to four-hour days. And I didn't really make, well, no, I did make the decision to do it. But it was a case of 
I thought to myself, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. And as I've been saying to you, Gemma, I cannot believe how much I get done in four hours a day. It's like I now look back at my calendar and where I was working eight hour days and I'm like, what did I do with all that time? (laughs) It's crazy. I just had this belief that to grow my business and to be any good in my business and to get things done, I had to work eight hour days. Totally not true. And so that's then prompted me to question these other beliefs that I see coming up. And doesn't that right there just show you the power of coaching and what it does, right? Because we had this, or you had this belief and this mental construct of what time was, right? Mm. So, you know, you looked at it as like, oh, okay, I've got eight hours. You know, so for most of that, you know, potentially you were wasting time or you were, you know, not yeah. saying you're the only one, but thing because you, you'd created this thing in your mind. It's like, well, I've got eight hours, so this is my time. But isn't it fascinating that that no longer was there, that time was cut in half, and now you're getting more done. You mm. know, so doesn't that just show what power of coaching and the power of a thought is literally just a thought? absolutely it is not the truth yeah and the thought that I you know I had to work eight hour days you think you think about it and that's so limiting you know now I'm like I can build a business in four hours a day and suddenly so many possibilities open up it's like you force yourself well not force yourself but you give yourself the opportunity to open your mind and it's funny because you know I didn't think I had a closed mind about it (laughs) I thought it was just well you know I thought that my belief that I had to work an eight-hour day was just true yeah Mm -hmm. never challenged it never Mm -hmm. never knew it was there never realized it was there yeah challenged it and that is why having a coach is so important because Mm -hmm. you know having someone to point out to you these crazy beliefs that you've got absolutely and or in my case, yeah an illness to point out to me that I had a crazy belief exactly you don't need something to happen you know you don't need an xyz circumstance to occur for you to challenge things you know start to challenge your thoughts now yeah well that's what I've been doing lately and it's actually been a lot of fun <laughs> It is. It's it's just so super fun. And yeah, that it it just shows why coaches need coaching, why you need to do your own coaching. Because especially if you're growing a business, I mean, look how much your business has changed, how much you're growing it by working half the time just based on some sentences running through your mind. Mm, that's the crazy thing. It's the the sentences running through your mind. I actually in my um self-coaching session this morning one of the things that I was thinking and writing about was that basically we can create, you know, this is this is my new belief that I'm working on. We can create whatever we want in the world because our world is created from our thoughts. And to get just a little Buddhisty on you for a moment, in Buddhism, we believe that everything in our world, everything that we think we see in the world and we think we know in the world is actually imputed by our mind. 
So the world I see and all the people and everything in it is completely different from, for example, the world you see, Gemma, because they're imputed by our own minds. And like, you know, you and I have very different experiences and biases and thoughts and feelings about things. And so the world that I see around me is created by my mind and my mind is very specific to me and the experiences and thoughts and beliefs and everything that I have. And that kind of blew my mind a bit because it's like, well, the thoughts are arising from my own mind and my own mind creates the world that I see and that I experience. It's like, of course I have complete control over my world over the world I see. And so, you know, this all, it all just came up really as the whole challenging my beliefs and these crazy things that I thought were true and now I'm going, hmm, actually, that's really not true. <laughs> Driving my kids and my wife a bit crazy, but, you know, that's okay. <laughs> that's, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> is they just like, why is mum breaking these rules? Like, I'm like, oh, because I can, because I don't have to follow it all. I'm a great woman. I can do whatever the hell I want. So amazing, isn't it? And that just shows that, yeah, you can just create your own everything with, mm. within your coaching business, within your life, within what you do, and you can help your clients do the same. But you need your own clean thinking or you yep. can't appropriately hold that space for them. Yeah. You need your own clean thinking and you need your own experiences. Like if you have an experience, experience these aha moments and if you haven't experienced these radical changes in your thinking and in your beliefs, then it's like Gemma said earlier, you're not essentially practising what you preach. You can create a closer, not a bond, but a closer guiding relationship, I think, with your client if you understand what it is they're potentially going through or what it is that they're faced with. So, yeah, it's it's super important to always be doing your own work so you can have the insight and compassion for your client and what they're going through. Absolutely. And it's also really important as well as a coach that, you know, in your mind you're not going to start agreeing with the client or you're not going to believe your client's stories right because then yeah. you can't be an efficient coach so if you're not cleaning up your own head and and things like that then you know you're not going to provide I guess the space yeah you're not going to provide the space you're not going to provide efficient coaching because if you're believing their story and believing their thoughts then both of you you're going to have such a disconnection yeah. you know so when you're doing your own self-coaching and you're working with a coach and you're reminded like that one's a thought that's just a thought and you know your brain is saying no this is true this is the truth <laughs> okay it's a it's a fact and it's true <laughs> no matter what happens and then you know you're looking at it looking at it and your coach is reminding you like no that, that's a thought Oh, you need to be able to do that for your yeah. clients as well. Oh, absolutely. Yep. 
And I think in that respect, it's a case of practice. You know, you just get in the practice of constantly hearing it and constantly your brain goes off believing that thing and then your coach brings you back or you bring yourself back just going, hang on, that's just a thought. Yeah, it's it's amazing. But, yeah, going back to what you said about, you know, having your own experiences, it's you can change something so small in your life but something that you never, ever, ever thought was possible changing you know once you change one thing you know you're capable of anything it's just yeah it's amazing like it's just coaches coaches you need coaching we all need coaching and for me it may sound silly to someone else but it's the fact that I now get up daily at quarter past six in the morning and run yeah and my thoughts behind that can't even tell you like if if you know me if you knew me before may this year may 2021 it was about the 15th of may where it all just fell into place because my brain just believed the new thought like off we go if you knew me before that there was no way (laughs) i the thoughts just went i can never get out of bed i'm not a morning person i'm retarded in the mornings there's no way i hate running running stupid all of it yeah now i do it every morning and Mm. i love it and i can't imagine not doing it and that's just from changing thoughts and being coached on it constantly and failing on what i started this process on the first of february And practicing that thought, though, because, you know, so many times you would say to me, I'm a person that gets up at six in the morning. It's like just randomly you would just say that. But, you know, it's the practice that you needed between February and May and, Mm -hmm. you know, you just said it and you worked so hard towards it that now your brain's just like, well, yeah, that's me. Totally right. It's it's phenomenal. So if you can change one thing like that you know that you can create anything you like it's amazing but if you're not doing that and you know being an example of it and the fact that you can do that in southern Tasmania of a winter's morning like you know let's just call this what it is that is saying something like I live in Tasmania so my days are drearier and the weather is a lot more miserable But even in Melbourne, just wanting to point that out, that the fact that you still managed to get up and do it with the dreary Melbourne, cold, wet, miserable, overcast weather, that that is awesome. That's amazing. Like that's, you know, it's one thing doing it in summer, but being able to keep it up in months Mm -hmm. like we're having now, that's really impressive. Oh, I I know it. I even thought about it this morning driving back from from the park and that, you know, we went into another lockdown again so I couldn't even go to the gym so I have to be outside, right? And I was driving back. I'm like, it is the 15th of June, you know, and there was another thought running through my head, like, oh, if I lived in Queensland, I'd do it every morning. I'm like, you know, you just believe all these things to be true. They're just sentences. They don't mean anything. That's exactly right. But speaking of coaches having a coach. So what we thought we'd do is do a little bit of a live coach being coached session for you. So 
Gemma's going to be the coach um, and I'm going to be the client. And it's just, we just really wanted to show you just how quick, like just how quickly and simply you can make this. You don't have to have an hour long session with your coach every week. You can just do a short five, 10, 20 minute session with a peer if that's, you know, all that's available to you. But they can be really, really powerful. Just having someone else have the opportunity to look at the contents of your brain and to help you cut through the layers of crazy thoughts that you're believing. So, Jem, take it away. I'll let you lead things. All right. What's going through your mind? Um, well, I, I was actually sick last week and... While I spent many, many hours lying in bed, I came up with all these wonderful ideas. And the thing that I'm actually struggling with a bit now is now that I'm back at work, I'm back on track, I'm having a lot of trouble making decisions about the ideas. Like there are a lot of ideas about my business and the direction of my business and ideas around, you know, what I want to do, how I want to do it. And I'm really struggling with taking them from thoughts and turning them into actions. Yeah. Why? Now, I want to say I don't know, but I know you're not going to let me get away with that. No. (laughs) Well, why? Good question. My excuse to that question is because I'm tired. Mm. But I know you're not going to let me get away with that one either. What if you did know? What if you did know why? What would you say? I did know it's because it would move me away from my current business model and what I'm currently doing Mm. and what I'm currently doing I'm well known for and my clients really love me for and it works and I'd be moving into new unknown territory and that's scary. Mm. I'm going to be blunt and say... So what if it's scary? <laughs> so what? So scary is an uncomfortable feeling. Mm. And I don't want to feel scared. I don't mm. want to feel vulnerable and I don't mm. want to feel afraid. I'd rather just skip that. You're not alone here, right? Because <laughs> as humans, none of us want to feel scared, vulnerable, afraid, right? It, the sensations in our body that don't feel good. You know that, I know that, we all know that. But the thing is, without feeling feelings like scared and vulnerable and afraid, you're going to be comfortable. And what happens with comfortable? Nothing changes. Mm -hmm. So the question is, are you willing to feel scared, vulnerable, afraid and move away from your current business model? The short answer is yes, because I'm actually bored with feeling comfortable. I don't like feeling comfortable. I'm a person who enjoys change. I enjoy the opportunity to adapt to new things, which I think is why why I've been looking for a change and looking for different options. I guess the realisation for me here is I hadn't realised that 
I wanted to stay uncomfortable because comfortable is easy because I don't mm. like I'm not I don't like comfortable I like trying mm. new things and pushing myself and yeah so if we look at because you know by not making decisions and not taking actions you know they're they're all things that you know you're in this case not doing mm. so you know if, if you can sort of work backwards but not deciding and not taking action on these ideas that you've had really sort of put your you put yourself back in that moment and think what were you feeling like what was the feeling you had that you know made you not take action and not take the decision because you did feel mentioned scared vulnerable yeah it's um I gave you a few feeling words didn't I I think scared, vulnerable and afraid yeah I think probably vulnerable mm. that's probably the most that one feels right yeah and when when you're feeling vulnerable back when you weren't making these decisions not taking action what were you thinking about the thought I was having was that no one's going to like my new direction that I'm not no one's going to like it I'm not going to have the support that I have in my current business model yeah the support from clients Mm. and if we sort of if we look at this and make it you know quite specific so you're thinking no one's going to like it are you thinking about your current business model do you think about changing it are you thinking about the ideas when was sort of the, the things that people aren't going to like yeah like when's the last time you sort of had that that thought if we get really sort of specific on the fact yeah because you've got you know you gave me some facts and you gave me some thoughts yeah so you know you've got the current business model last week you were sick and you were lying in bed coming up with ideas mm. so they're the circumstances you or they're the facts you gave me yep so when you think no one's going to like it so it was really about me being sick in bed again okay the last week when you were sick in bed yeah okay yeah that's the most recent yeah and you're thinking thinking about ideas and then you were thinking no one's gonna like it felt vulnerable and from there you didn't make decisions yeah didn't take action on these what else were you doing or not doing I was wasting a lot of time like I was watching Netflix I was watching a lot of Netflix (laughs) and reading, reading a lot of fiction. I love reading. It's always a good thing to get me out of my head. Anything else you were doing or not doing? So you weren't making decisions about these ideas. You weren't taking action. Instead, you're wasting time watching Netflix. You're reading fiction books or anything else. Um, Well, aside from avoiding making any decisions, like thinking, right, that's what I'm going to do. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So, you know, when you're having this thought, no one's going to like it, feeling vulnerable, and, you know, you're, like you just said, you're avoiding, you know, you're avoiding decisions and you're not taking action. Instead of watching Netflix and we're feeling comfortable and doing all of the things, right? Yep. You know, so from from there, what you're creating is that you don't like it. 
Right. Yeah, basically, I don't like what I'm doing. Yeah. You think about that. Interesting how the brain works, isn't it? <laughs> and, and there you go. Like that was a quick 10 minute. And but the thing is as well, do you know why you're creating that result at the moment? Because right now you're thinking it's because I was sick in bed last week. That's why I was feeling vulnerable. But that can't make you feel anything, right? Mm. It can't make you waste time. It can't make you read nonfiction books. That's right. Because you were thinking no one's going to like it. That's right. And just to put that thought against what I thought the time before when I was lying sick in bed, which was a few weeks before that, my thought then, and I know this because I've self-coached on this, was I can do hard things. I can do this. I can work this out. And what I did then was I lay in bed and I watched I watched this really cool show on the SBS um, on demand called The Fixer where this woman comes in and talks to business owners and helps them bring their businesses back from the edge. So I was watching that and learning from the thing, different things she was doing and different things she was talking about. And I was um, reading books on the subject of, you know, how to thrive with a chronic illness and how to pivot your business and all that sort of thing. And I was making decisions on that. Yeah, and I, I did take quite a lot of action out of that. And I think that's what this is about. I've kind of come into this lull where it's like, well, I've got these new ideas again, but unlike last time where I was able to act, act on them and make things happen and get things done, this time it's different and I'm unable to. And, again, it's because, as you so rightly pointed out, <laughs> it's just a different thought that I've been having. And the different isn't it, thoughts creating the different result. Right. And isn't it just so interesting? You know, and that that's why you need yourself coaching. That's why coaches still need coaching because of that exact thing. You know, two weeks ago you had that thought, you were taking action. You, I'm sure you had a very different feeling, right? Mm. But now you're having a different thought. But what's amazing is that nothing's gone wrong here. Right? Mm. You've just got a human brain, yeah. human thoughts. But this thought has made you feel vulnerable. And not much action comes from feeling vulnerable, right? Because mm. vulnerable is that, is that feeling that we get in our body to keep us safe. Because yeah. back in primitive brain land, you know, if you felt vulnerable, you were probably going to get, you know, kicked out of, you know, the herd and the pack, which makes you vulnerable, which makes you unsafe. So as soon as you feel vulnerable, of course you're not going to want to take actions. Right. Yeah. So it just takes that one thought for you to change. But if you're not getting the coaching, if that's not happening, then you're not going to pick it up. Well, that's right. Because if we hadn't had this discussion, I wouldn't have been able to hone in on that thought. Exactly right. As much as you did do that yourself, but you're still in your own head. Yeah. That's right. And, you know, you pointed out a lot of things and I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Which is totally okay. Exactly. <laughs> because we all have human brains. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we do. Sometimes I think mine's not so human, but it yeah. is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Only because it's so big. 
<laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thanks for doing a live coaching with us today. That was fun. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, I guess that was awesome. But for all our amazing coaches listening, this is why coaches need coaching. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach, then check out our website, www.freedomtocoach.com.au. Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.